It's beginning to look a lot like podcast everywhere you go. Nolan saying a racial slur, specifically the N-word. Ken doesn't mind, but Pan is getting upset. It's beginning to look a lot like podcast. Alright, so, um, did you guys see that Rule 34 where, like, Mario was fucking Peach with, like, the fire flower? Guys, we're, we're recording, guys. I know. Anyway, uh, do you think Killer was right? No. Uh, top comment. Wait, wait we are? Yeah. Oh. Fuck. Uh, God damn it. I'll cut out the worst parts that you said. Yeah. But I'll keep most of it in, yeah, but... Yeah, so the theme song for this podcast is by Alpaca Guy, who made a pizza party Christmas song for us. Oh, nice of him. Thank you, Alpaca Guy. That was pretty catchy. Yeah, I'll link it in the description. But yeah, it's the Pizza Party Podcast. Who are you, people? Ho, ho, ho. I'm the Crumpus. Ho, ho, ho. I'm a sexist. We're all that way, and I'm Pan Pizza, and it's the Christmas Party party podcast uh two days before christmas yeah or whenever but i just recently i got back from frederator animation in new york how was that pan yeah i don't know they're impressed with what i do and uh i don't know they're they're encouraging me to put it on itunes so i'm gonna figure out how to put on itunes i forget what service but i i found a way also, Wait, I found, the podcast? Yeah. Do they listen to the podcast and like it? Fred Seibert says that he likes to listen to a lot of podcasts, and he's saying, like, yeah, you should put that on iTunes so I can listen to it. It's like, yeah, so you can listen to it. Well, what happened if they hear the terrible <laughs> things we said? Uh, like, about them. Hey, Fred, buddy old pal. Hey, <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. I think Fred has a, Fred Seibert has a, dark sense of humor because he really loves super fuckers and was so disappointed that it didn't like uh catch on with people oh that's good i guess <sighs> what happened when we talk about how terrible being puppy cat is how dare you people at frederator they're totally cool with me using the uh the super fuckers theme song as our default intro for the podcast yeah totally yeah so wait so they saw enough of the podcast to know that we used their intro well i told them about it so i think i don't know they're cool. Whatever. I'm like higher ranking in their YouTube thingies. They're... Oh, oh, look at Pan. He's made accomplishments in life. Ooh. Ooh, I'm successful. Look at me. Yeah, I have some photos of Frederator Studios, and I'll link that in the description. But yeah, for the next video, I don't know, but that uh, Did You Know video got really popular, so time to sell out. Oh. See if you can get on a Did You Know Gaming's um, channel. See if you can do a video for them. I don't know, but they... Maybe Tony Hawk. I don't know, but they did comment on my video. That's you could do, like, you could do like Did You Know, uh, uh, like, licensed games or something. Meh, I don't know. I'll be like, I'll just take the script and make my own video. Screw you guys. Did you know terrorism? <laughs> yeah. Did the Jews know? I know, but did the Jews know? I, they didn't. All right. Did you know? they did. Did Juno know that that movie was terrible? Juno was an okay movie. Fuck you. <laughs> it was terrible. It was awful. Oh, Shut no. up, Ken. You don't know shit. I'm Michael Sarah. I'm pregnant, but whatever, bro. I'm gonna drink beer and get high. She didn't get high or pregnant throughout. I mean, drunk throughout the whole fucking movie. What's up? I'm so quirky. I'm the girl from X Men. Yolo. <sighs> yeah. Basically, the whole movie. I was Shadow Cat, yo. 
Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, hipster time. So yeah, let's get into the news. Wait, can, can I do can I do the transitional music, please? Okay, okay. <laughs> this land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island. Did I do a good job? Uh, close enough. Yes. It'll be fitted, fixed in post. Shit. Soon the guests will show. But the shittiest sight to see is the shitstorm that will bring when Pan forgets to record. A pair of gay gigolos and four-year-old hoses, the wish of Nolan and Ken. Getting a job and a much better hobby is the wish of Pan Chan. And cheerilism still does not give a shit. Yeah, so, in the news, Steven Hilberg, the creator of Spongebob, a long time ago, I think, I believe, after the first Spongebob movie, he left because he wa he was done with Spongebob and wanted to pursue other works, but now he is returning to Spongebob. What has he been doing all this time, anyway? Yeah. I was about to ask that. Saving the ocean, I think. I mean, he is like a, a <laughs> Good marine job biologist. there, asshole. <laughs> yeah, nice going. Where were you in the BP oil spill, asshole? <laughs> I bet. I bet he was just like, just like, just throwing his hands in there, trying to absorb the oil. And he's like, it, "This works so much differently on SpongeBob." I can do this. I can do this. I'm not a failure. <laughs> I can fill in Mr. Krabs. I can fill it. <laughs> I can do more than just SpongeBob. Let's see, he was, uh... Wait, what? Yeah, what did he do? Uh, he was on the soundtrack to the Karate Kid movie. What? What the fuck? What did he sing? This is the Karate Kid 2010, the Jackie Chan one. I, I'm guessing they have a scene where they just had Spongebob playing on a TV or something. Yeah, why do they do that? Uh, well, I guess... Well, he I don't know. He hasn't done anything on IMDb really between Spongebobs. It's just, I guess he's been living off his Spongebob money and exploring the ocean because he really is a marine biologist or something. You well, can get paid to be a marine biologist. I don't know, but he's probably living off all of his uh, Spongebob checks. What else can you get paid to do? Marine biologist. Can you go, go dive? Huh? Huh? I'm off my game today. I'm so sorry. So on the other bits of news... Inside Out's new trailer, the new Pixar film. Eh? Oh, oh yeah, that's kind of sucked. How dare you? Do you ever look at someone and wonder what is going on inside their head? Did you guys pick up on that? Sure mm -hmm. did. Something's wrong. We're going to find out what's happening, but we'll need support. Signal the husband. It was pretty bad and boring. How dare you? Well, the new Pixar movie, Inside Out, is basically... It shows a regular human family, but inside their heads, they have five different emotions or five or six or something, and they control the human body. So really, humans are just smecks to these things. Yeah, that's what makes it so bad. I can't believe Pixar is doing its own mecha anime. <laughs> yeah, fine. Well, technically, Ratatouille was a mecha anime. No, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. There were yeah. no mechanical parts at all. He was just controlling a human. Well, it's a it was like... Human fucking puppet. Well, it's about as much of a mecha as uh, Evangelion, because those aren't robots. Okay, spoilers. <laughs> First of all. I never watched that show, so. Well, Ken, you have poor taste in pretty much everything, so I wouldn't be that surprised You're that much. Bando is Mario in Homer Simpson. You can't talk. 
those are quality husbandos, first of all. Those are bland husbandos. No, they're not. They're not even gay. Okay. Yes, they can be. In my fan fiction, they can be. Okay. You're a sad human. You're a sad human. You're Do you want to know who your waifu is? Sayaka Miki. Fuck you. I only like her because I like beating her up, okay? It's totally different. Oh, so what? You're like Pan now? Is that No, it? I'm just a bully. I like to beat her up and ask for her money. You, you're joining Pan in shit, shit waifu taste territory? Hey, Inside Out, the trailer for Pixar. It sucks. How dare you? It was pretty bad. It sucks. Uh, Next news topic. Well, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. It's Pixar, so it must be good, but... Yeah, because Brave was so good, because Cars 2 was so good. Brave was a bore. But I don't know, one thing that confused me about the Inside Out trailer is that uh, there's three humans shown in the trailer, and they all have the same, like, emotions. Like, the emotions are represented as, like, these five icon guys, but the only difference is that the, the mother has, like, a wig, the father has mustaches on his, and they all look exactly the same, and it's kind of confusing to see them ship to camera angles and you're just confused at which one who's talking to what you know it's it's going to be like a fucking psychological horror <laughs> like what's going on inside their head like, yeah what? and then and then all of a sudden it just goes like lovecrafty and everything's turning into like these freakish monsters and then like the father snaps and he kills his family what the fuck? It's gonna, well, I'll actually watch it's gonna get that. fucked up, man. Yeah, it's gonna be. This crazy. is Pixar's first adult movie. To be. Oh, yeah. you, you heard it here. Uh, my dad works at Nintendo. He would know. <laughs> <laughs> On to the other news. Phil Lord and Chris Miller, Miller, the directors of the Lego Movie and Twenty Two Jump Street, uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, they turned down the offer to be the head of Sony Pictures Animation. <laughs> who and who? Phil Lord, Chris Miller, creators of Clone we, High, L Lego Movie, 22 Jump Street, 21 Jump Street. They're like, we saw the leak, we know what's up. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the Sony leak revealed that they were planned to uh, work as the head management there, like the head creative directors or something, but uh, declined the offer because they didn't feel like Sony Pictures had their shit together because now they're moving, I don't know, I think they're... They said they were moving to Vancouver, Canada, or somewhere up north, instead of Los Angeles, so that's going to give them a huge disadvantage. Well, yeah, besides, they, Sony doesn't have their shit together, obviously enough. Yeah, and also they were not impressed with several of the movies that they made, like Smurfs. Did they like uh, Hotel Transylvania? I'm, I'm sure, yeah, that's the one, one of the few that actually was good. Yeah. Yeah, but... Why can't they just put Guinea in charge or something? Yeah, in the Sony leak, they revealed that that was also one of the choices. But yeah, the Sony leak, you, I'm sure everyone's heard about this. Basically, North Korea hacked Sony's computer servers and got all this information. And they're the reason why we won't see the next Seth Rogen movie. Damn it. God damn it. Guys, I, I, don't, I don't like pining for genocide, but if World War III were to happen... This is definitely the way I wish it would happen. A fuck, thanks a lot, Seth Rogen. You created World War Three. I will laugh until Holy I'm shit. burning up in obliv into oblivion due to an atomic bomb. Damn, I can't believe, like, the history books are gonna have to tell us about Seth Rogen and, uh, 
James Franco. They had to explain that in great length. Grandpa, who is Seth Rogen, and how did he destroy half the world? <laughs> no, no, and they're and they're like in a nuclear winter, and like they're just like breathing toxic air and coughing and like taking in inhalers and shit, and like they're drinking like all this gray messed up water. But all they have to eat is gruel. You're cruel. <laughs> Whatever gruel is. Just some... it, no, it's just it's just like they scoop rocks into a bowl and then they like try to crush them up as best as they can and then they just get like sewer water and that's gruel. Like this is like a this is like a parody of a post-apocalyptic future that now we're gonna possibly live in because Seth Rogan destroyed the world. Thanks a god thanks a lot. I hate you, Seth Rogen. Like I was, my sister's dead. I was expecting this to be like Adam Sandler's fault, but no, Seth Rogen had to fuck it up. No, no, and you know the video of the guy who like the father of the atomic bomb, and he's just quoting something from a Hindu religion. <laughs> Instead, it's Seth Rogen. Damn you! And he just looks—he just has so much regret on his face, and he's just like, "What have we done today?" Is Seth Rogen gonna get publicly executed in North Korea? That'd be awesome. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, because uh, basically what happened was is uh, the interview movie starring Seth Rogen and some other guy. James Franco. James Franco, the pedophile, was gonna be released. What? Yeah, there was oh yeah, there was this whole story about James Franco uh, soliciting underage girls through text messages, and he was like, Hey girl, what you doing? They're done that. But go on. Anyway, so yeah, this movie, the interview, is about Seth Rogen and James Franco going to North Korea and attempting to assassinate the leader of North Korea, Kim Jong-un. And uh, Kim Jong-un didn't like that, so North Korea hacked... No, this, this is where real life clashes with fiction, because in real life, our reality, uh, Kim Jong-un saw that and was like, if you release this film, we'll go to war or something, and eventually they just hacked uh, Sony's computers, got all their personal information of Sony, and released it online, and saying, yeah, if any movie theater plays this, we're gonna terrorize, we're gonna terrorize you, or something. And then Sony was like, no, we can't do that. Well, I mean, I mean, if something were to happen, and Sony were to call their bluff, and it turns out they really did do something, you know, you know how hard they'd have to live with that? Pan, Pan, sometimes sacrifices are necessary in the name of freedom. Well, this really proves that, like, if you want to stop being made fun of, threaten us with violence. Because that's all you need to do, really, if you want to win. You see, I learned something today. Throughout this whole ordeal, we've all wanted to show things that we weren't allowed to show. But it wasn't because of some magic goo. It was because of the magical power of threatening people with violence. That's obviously the only true power. If there's anything we've all learned, it's that terrorizing people works. That's right. Don't you see, Gingers? If you don't want to be made fun of anymore, all you need are guns and bombs to get people to stop. That's right, friends. All you need to do is instill fear and be willing to hurt people, and you can get whatever you want. The only true power is violence. Yeah. Just say that you're going to kill us and bomb us, and then we'll stop. Like, if, if they do do something, like this is Sony's fault, and for the forever, we're just going to hear new PlayStation 5s. Like, oh, hey, guys, it's the assholes who screwed us over with North Korea, fuckers. It's a guy that caused multiple holocausts. Nice going, Sony. 
You, it wasn't enough that you had to make the Smurfs movie, but also this. Way to go. And North Korea is now going to take us the fuck over. Great fucking job. Great job, Seth Rogen, fucker. <sighs> All right, so we totally, we totally just went on a tangent, but what happened next? What's the next news? Uh, okay, let's go into sadder news. Norman Birdwell passed away at age 86. He's the creator of Clifford the Big Red Dog. He created Clifford back in 1963, which I had no idea Clifford was that old. And he's been making over 50 storybooks of Clifford and had a TV series, which I remember mo mostly that and not the not the books. The guy who um, composed Crash Bandicoot composed the theme song. What? Yeah. Huh. As far as I know, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Now he's in the big doghouse in the sky. So yeah, you guys remember Clifford, the red, the big red dog? It's about a dog who's big and he's red. Uh, huh. Did you see the dumps that Clifford took? Those were huge. Did you see the chocolate <laughs> that he ate? That was fucked up what in that episode. We ate all that chocolate. What if he, like, pissed on... What if he, like, pissed on the house? Like... It's like fucking rain. Remember when Emily Elizabeth asked him to roll over and he just took out an entire street block? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there was a lot of murder in that series. Yeah, it was a, it was such a sad, ep what was if a really Cl sad book. What if Clifford got like really horny though? No, he starts fucking the house. <laughs> and that <laughs> fucks the house. And then there's a big <laughs> giant red boner going through like five rooms. And the house gets destroyed. I think my favorite, How do you feel when that happens? My favorite episode, my favorite book was the one where Clifford gets rabies and uh, he eats Emily Elizabeth and his her entire family. Classic. That was a horror novel. Classic. Yeah, that was messed up. That was really blood. Yes. That was really bloody. That's why Clifford, they call him Clifford the red dog. Like yeller. Like they lock him in a cage and he's like rabid and Emily has to like shoot him, but the first bullet doesn't work. So she has to like shoot him multiple times. The government just says, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. We got to drop a bomb on this dog. And, must be yeah, and, then, and no, and then they just nuke the nuke, the entire suburb with everybody in it. Way to go, Clifford. Yeah. Like, you really set the Rogan that up, Clifford. <laughs> Fucker. Look, we need to have titles for the podcast like every other one, and we need to name this one, like, Seth Rogen or something. Seth Rogen fucks it up again. Seth Rogen dooms America. This is the end. Fuck you, Seth Rogen. You fucked us over. This fall, Seth Rogen must die. Yeah, let's let's make a movie where we have to kill Seth Rogen. Let's, let's see how he feels about it. Huh? That'd be cool, actually. Like, there was a movie that's based off... Like, we had to kill Seth Rogen before he releases the interview. How much time do we have left? That's essentially that episode of South Park with uh, Muhammad and Family Guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a piece of shit Seth Rogen is. Fuck, Fuck you. you, Seth Rogen. I can't believe it. Yeah, that's the last bit of news. Rest in peace, Norman Birdwell, creator of Clifford the Big Red Dog. Who? Yeah, that's a guy. <laughs> Who gives a shit? All right, now let's move on to the Christmas time. I hate Clifford the Big Red Dog. I hate him. There's 50 books about Clifford the Big Red Dog. 50 books. There's seven books about Narnia that cover the birth and death of a nation and mice with swords and a lion who's a god. They did it in seven books. 50 books about Clifford. 
the big red dog. And they all tell the exact same story. Look how big this dog is. That's it. That's it. Look how big this dog is. It's the whole book. Here's how big he was at the firehouse. Here's how big he was at Thanksgiving. Who gives a shit? You just drew him big. It's Silver bells. It's the most wonderful holocaust of the year. It's Christmas time in the city. Silver ash from big bombs. North Korea fucked us over. Well, so let's talk about... So now we're on the topic. Let's talk about... Holiday specials in general yeah. around Christmas. No, well, Hanukkah. It's or... the worst episode we've done so far. Yeah, we record this whole thing. Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa, and whatever else, and Boxing Day, if that's a thing. <laughs> Who gives a shit about Boxing Day? What the fuck is Boxing Day? What the fuck is Boxing Day? And <laughs> why should I care? Is where you box and give people boxes. Petition um, to rename Boxing Day Mike Tyson's Punch Out Day. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's the day where you wear like boxing gloves. You go around punching people, and then you side be off the stage. Fuck. It'll be called Mike Tyson's Punch Out Day, but then next year they'll replace it with just Punch Out Day. So yeah, what are your favorite holiday specials? Fuck Christmas. Yeah. That's the question for the audience. Uh, does it feel like Christmas at all? Yeah, I, I'm curious. Does anybody else feel like it's the holiday season? Because it doesn't really, like, at all. I do. Well, I mean, all I need for holidays is to have one video game given to me, and that's all I need for Christmas. Um, actually, speaking of video games, um, I asked my mom, my, um, back home, uh, there's this video game store which has, like, a ton of obscure, really cool games. Like, they had the Evangelion Sega Saturn game. Damn. And, like, Cowboy Bebop. And, like, I asked her if she could get me this um, Nintendo DS RPG. It was called The Wizard of Oz Beyond the Yellow Brick Road. And yeah. the reason it's so interesting is because, like, the guy who composed music for Final Fantasy XII composed it. And it was done by, like, X-Seed. And it's just, like, I kind of want it because, you know, it's, like, an obscure game. And it's just kind of like, you know, you got to have that. Just so you can say, like, nobody else has this game but me. You fucking hipster. <laughs> oh, oh, says the guy who bought $120 Invader Zim Ray pants. That's not hipster, that's goth or something. Oh, that's not goth. God. You'll regret saying that you next time know. there's a rave and you need some rave pants, but then I'm going to be like, no, you can't have my rave pants, they're mine. I'm not, I don't want that's your rave specific. pants, even if I wasn't, I don't like going to raves. Good, you're not going to have my rave pants. Oh, uh. North Korea is going to force us to rave when the war happens, what, isn't it? What's next? You're going to get rave pants with raven on them so they can be raven pants? Oh, yeah, I need that. I'll give you, ult- uh, I'll give you props for making the ultimate pun. Hell yeah. Yellow. Oh, but I'm yeah. disgusted. So recent. Disgusted. So yeah, Christ- what do you guys do around Christmas time? I used to go home for Christmas, but I couldn't this year, so now I'm just kind of wallowing away down here in North Carolina. I don't know. I'd be like, wow, this year sucks. Hopefully next year will go better, and then <laughs> it doesn't. Ah, uh, yes, the never-ending cycle. Man, this year was a bunch of shit, but next year will be better for sure. Yeah. Nope! Hey. Damn you. Well I, well, I used to go all the way to Mexico for uh, 
to visit family for Christmas, but after all the crime that's been going on in Mexico, not 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 in fucking hell, I'm going over there. Those fuckers can come up here, yeah, or else or, they can go die. Let's not uh, go over there. That's horrible things keep happening. Like there's a I don't know. I remember my aunt saying that there was a shootout in their neighborhood. Oh, great. Yeah. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you... What the... Yeah, apparently, the I don't know. Don't go over to Mexico, especially if you look white or anything. Just don't go over to Mexico, period. Yeah. Someone bring me some uh, Lucas and Paya Palazos or whatever it was called. Get some churros. Put some Christmas sprinkles on it. Oh, no, no. Merry Christmas. Fuck Christmas. You guys have you, you guys ever seen this Mexican candy? It's called Domedino. Well, the, the flavor of it is called Domedino. It's like spicy. I can't pronounce it. But basically it comes in like this dildo shaped uh, plastic thing and it has a little cap on it. And you push it downward and it just like jizzes out like red spicy stuff. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I need some of that. So basically, it's like a, a it's like a sex toy, but a candy. Yeah, kind of. But although, if you don't, if you were really like Spencer, Spencer's is bound to sell something like that. I hope so. But if you were really funny. boss, that you could just like pull the thing out from under it and just eat the entire stick of tamarindo like that. The ent- I can, it's hard to explain, but maybe I'll include a picture to the candy I'm talking about. Is right here, right now. You can see it right there. Look at that! Wow, what a candy! What a what a brand! It's like a push. up Okay, now thingy. remove it. Push there, pop. Is now it's gone. It's like a liquefied push pop, chance. you know, but it's mm-hmm. cream and stuff. Whatever. Yeah. Christmas specials. Did you guys see any of them? I saw a grandma guy ran over by a reindeer. Uh... Grandpa's gonna sue the pants off of Santa, cause Grandpa's gonna sue the pants off of Santa. Grandpa's gonna sue. Fuck North Korea. Those are the real monsters, those assholes who want to sue fucking Santa Claus. (laughs) Yeah, that that cunty girl, whatever, her orange-haired Daphne, cousin Daphne or whatever. Cousin Mel, yeah, she's a bitch. I mean, when we're living in America where you can sue Santa Claus, it's over. Like, society's dead. Yeah. Forget about Ferguson. This is the real tragedy. I can't believe this fuckers, like, think that they're so great for suing Santa Claus. Like, they're making a fucking song about Santa Claus. Like, do they feel proud they had of to write, They had to write, they, they, like, okay, first off, they had to practice the dance, they had to write the song. They had a lot of time to think this over. I mean, this is the most, this is the biggest bullshit lawsuit since that time that that guy com- tried to jump off a building and that superhero tried to s- jumped in and saved him before falling to his death and sued him for breaking his neck. Fuck that guy. This is even worse than when the nostalgia critic said the grandma and grandma got run over by a reindeer was hot. What? He said that. But yeah, ever, ever since that fucking guy who tried to commit suicide off that building and that superhero saved him, all those superheroes had to go into hiding because of that fucking asshole. Thanks a lot, Mr. Incredible. Oh, yeah, that's oh, what it was. Dude, means. you stopped me from getting an abortion. Yeah. Fuck. I wonder what Dude, Mr. wait, hold on. Hold a second. What happened is that that guy is going to be the next villain for the next Incredibles movie. <laughs> the fucking law- lawyer system. Yeah, that's the next villain. 
Oh, no, God. this is that guy with the broken net in general. No, the next movie, it, it's going to be the, the lawyer, and he's going to sue every single superhero for all the damages they've done to all the cities they destroyed. All, Man of Steel, the Powerpuff Girls, the Avengers, every single one. Well, good. Finally, finally justice. Yeah, finally someone stops those assholes. Fuck superheroes. Yeah, fuck them. Let's they round them all up and give them the gas. Give me pictures of Spider-Man. Send me pictures of Spider-Man. I want news of Spider-Man, quick. Are you in or are you out? You're out, Gobby. Out of your mind. <laughs> that line is so terrible. <laughs> Why did they put that in? But yeah, holiday specials. Grandma got run over by a ranger, which I just don't understand why you would turn a story about vehicular manslaughter into a Christmas story. Well, wasn't weren't they going to make more holiday specials based on that guy's songs or something? Oh, no, please, please, no, no more. I hate the character designs in that special. The, sh the, sh the animation just looked ugly. Not even because it was poor, but because like. The um the like fucking models were all disgusting. Like the colors were just really neon bright shit that hurt your eyes. Yeah, and cousin Mel had a disturbingly large rack for some reason. Um, disturbingly, everybody needs to have a large rack at least once in their Christmas special. Yeah. Now where else are you gonna put the presents? Oh, that was pretty good. Boo. Here's a Hanukkah special, possibly the only fucking Hanukkah movie there is. Eight Crazy Nights starring Adam Sandler. Scat finished the movie, baby. Yeah, so it was back in like uh, 2002, around there. Okay, well, before that, there was the movie Iron Giant. And that movie was a financial failure and didn't make any money. And much of the animation crew went on to, I think, Fox or some other studio. And they formed their own animation studio called Meatballs Animation and... You know what? what they, a shitty name. And you know, besides besides Eight Crazy Nights, you know what else they've done? Terrorism. Nothing. This. The interview. Nothing. Oh. They've done nothing because Eight Crazy Nights was the only film they made, and that also bombed, and they had to get fired again. The, Adam Sandler killed an animation company that barely started up that featured much of the animators from. From Iron Giant. Well. But yeah. So Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights is an Adam Sandler animated 2D animated feature film released in theaters about Adam Sandler being an asshole during... Wait, was it in theaters? Yep, it was in theaters. I thought it was a straight a DVD movie. Nope, I saw trailers to it and it was in theaters. But, oh my god. But it's a straight... Do people actually see this? Apparently, it well, not enough. Because it bombed, it didn't make any money. But yeah, so Adam Sandler, it's about him being an asshole during the holidays, and apparently... But then he, it's okay in the end, because he learns about the Christmas spirit, even though it's Hanukkah. And then he, he gets mentored by this old man, who who's just Adam Sandler talking like this! And this is the voice that he does during the holiday! So yeah, Adam Sandler's getting... Except more obnoxious. So it's just Adam Sandler talking to himself and being mentored by himself... And that's basically his life. He learns not to be an asshole or something because it's a shitty movie. A shitty Hanukkah. I remember liking it when I first watched it. <sighs> but it's the Cause... only Hanukkah movie that that's worth noting because there's no other ones. 
And well, what can you really do about Hanukkah in a movie? And what's really sad is that Hanukkah barely plays a part in the actual movie. It's just it's about Adam business. Sandler and his crazy hijinks. Okay, yeah. And what the biggest load of bullshit in this movie is a scene where Adam Sandler's having a freakout or something, and he breaks into the mall and he starts crying, and he cries so hard that he hallucinates all these uh corporate mascots coming to life, like the uh the the Foot Locker referee mascot with a logo on the Foot Locker. <laughs> The advertisements in the movies are coming to life. The sharper image has has a freaking massage chair coming to life. Uh, KB Toys has toy soldiers coming to life. Uh, GM's GNC, the Vitamin Corporation or whatever that is, has their vitamin mascot. Victoria's Secret, whatever. And it's just all these fucking corporate mascots coming to life and lecturing Adam Sandler on how not to be an asshole. And it's the most shameless pathetic product placement I've ever seen in a fucking film. It's like, how, did, what is it like? To Damn, people actually had to pay to be in this movie. That means, that what that means. What? I thought the biggest load of bullshit was when the old guy got like frozen in liquefied diarrhea. <laughs> that too. But it's like, Adam Sandler, what is it like to not have a soul? Hey, Adam Sandler, what's it like knowing that all of Sony thinks you're completely worthless? Oh, yeah. Also in the Sony hack is a Sony reveal that Adam Sandler films are no longer profitable. So, fuck. Like, do you think Adam Sandler didn't even know that until, like, when the hack happened? Like, Adam Sandler's like, they said what? <laughs> what the? Java, Java, Java. About me? How the? My movie was funny, but I I thought it was funny. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. You didn't like the product placement? Yeah. Fuckers. I hate Crazy Nights is a load of bullshit. Like, how shameless do you have to be to make a major plot point? Fucking commercial mascots product placement. product placement coming to life and lecturing your character out it's the most product clever product placement in a movie ever though it's like how little do you care adam why do you do this to yourself adam <laughs> imagine him writing the part where he's in a mall and all these these product placements just come to life and teach him a lesson about life like they should have gave, gave, given him a beating that's a that's a better lesson adam should have learned <laughs> oh that would have been the great that would, that would be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, that'd be a nicer ending for him. He just gets beat up in that scene, like in an Eddie episode. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should do a video on that movie, because there's so much to discuss about. It's terrible. But do you guys know any other holiday specials that you like? Believing in Santa's all wrong And Hanukkah's eight nights too long I hate love I hate you. I hate me. Um, the Danny Phantom one was done completely in rhyme. How was that was it? shit, though. It was okay. Tell mm. us about it, because I never saw that one. Um, basically, uh, there's this ghost in the ghost zone who's writing a book, and he only speaks in rhyme. That and Danny really fucking hates Christmas for some reason, and he accidentally destroys the book. And so the ghost puts a curse on him that he has to live um, through, like, a, basically a Christmas carol or something along those lines. And he has to learn about the meaning of Christmas if he wants to um, 
stop speaking in rhyme and like learning yuletide bullshit mm-hmm. yeah. it was really it, 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 I'm terrible at explaining it because I watched it so long ago but it was pretty good from what I remember I remember it kinda and then he Danny saved the day by picking up an orange what? Uh, something, like oranges. What? something like that oh I said he saved the day by picking up an oh, orange oh wait does he pick up an orange and, and that's what breaks the curse that he can't rhyme yeah. with orange oh yeah. that's that was pretty clever fuck so I should steal that okay this never happened and I'm stealing that no one will ever know fuck what, you're gonna edge me out fuck you nah. no one watches these podcasts so no one will ever know I stole that whatever no one's yeah, this only gets like this only gets like two views maximum no one shall ever know so yeah Ken you got a favorite holiday special uh no well thanks for nothing you have a shitty one that you hate? Uh, did we talk about Grandma Garvin? Yes. Uh, the Rocket Power. Did Rocket Power have a Christmas special? Huh. I don't remember. Did it? Yeah, because it sucked so bad that no one remembered it. Damn. Crap. Hey. I think they had to, like, skate for Santa or something. I don't know. Skating for Santa. Well, any, any holiday movies? You guys ever uh, um. I remember seeing this one when I was at, um, back home for Christmas. It was just basically this movie, and it was the most depressing holiday movie I've ever seen because it was just like this woman has just become disenchanted with Christmas, and so she like learns her holiday lesson by like um, not like she doesn't like buy this man's like toaster oven because he wants to buy a present for his son. So it leads to a chain of events where um, like her kids um, accidentally get kidnapped because he robs a bank that she happens to be at and he uses her car to get away even though the kids are still inside it. They accidentally fly off a bridge and like drown in a sn- like icy cold lake and her husband was shot beforehand and now she's just all alone for Christmas. What the fuck? What the fuck's up with you? What? What's wrong with you? Why do you have to like look at this awful depression? We thought it was shit? a nice Christmas movie, but we were sorely mistaken. What movie was this? I don't remember. But it was like see everything it, fucked up. I just remember she was at a gas station and the um this homeless guy comes up and he's like, I want to buy something for my kid, but I don't have anything. Can you please buy this toaster oven, please? And she's like, sorry, no, I'm not interested in it. And so like that leads to him like going um going to a bank where her husband and his kids are at, and like the husband tries to talk him down, but the husband gets shot, and um and the guy uses his car as a getaway car, and the kids are inside it. And he doesn't, like, want to hurt the kids or anything, so he's just, like, telling them it'll be fine or whatever. And then, like, they're driving on – but they um, – he accidentally flies off a bridge, and the car crashes into, like, an ice-cold river, and they all drown or something. And then, like, um, the, she's just all alone for Christmas because she wasn't – all because she didn't buy a fucking toaster oven or something. What the fuck? Merry Christmas. Merry if anybody remembers what that was, please tell me because – it was so depressing. I just re- I just remember it, it does have a somewhat happy ending because like there was a Christmas angel throughout all this nonsense and like he saved the kids and the um and the guy and she gave he gave her a second chance or something. Wow. But still he she had to go through all of that tor- um terrible shit yeah. just to learn that hey maybe you should be like nice on Christmas, stupid. That's a fucking movie. Holy shit.
So yeah. Hey, you guys remember Arnold Schwarzenegger in Jingle All the Way? Okay, let's talk oh, about that oops. last. That's that's more that's more uh, longer. But I did see the Ed and Eddie Jingle Jangle Jangle oh, yeah. special. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked when Eddie learned a lesson, and I was like, "Fuck you!" When he stole that fucking Christmas bag, that was bullshit. <laughs> His oh only God. lesson, his only lesson is that oh, he replaced a, a a light that was out. That's all on a Christmas tree. That's all he did. Wow. I know, but still, like fuck, God damn it! I thought they were going to not get beat up once, and then they get beat up. I hate when Eddie gets beat up. And then the Kanger sisters basically rape them. The end. Yeah, that yeah, was I a... hate that. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling, too. They they, they raped by dressing up at the the three kings or something. Yeah. Which which is a very interesting take on the uh, nativity. Yeah, it's a little. That's kind of in poor taste. They didn't teach that in the Bible. I don't remember. This is a woman. She may have been. She may have bore him being a virgin, but she didn't last that long. Oh, hey! Remember the other Christmas special of Ed and Eddie, the one where, uh, where uh, they had. What were they trying to do? Just make a. They just found a fruit cake, and they're like, every Christmas. Every Christmas, and that's what I remember. I remember the episode. No, and it's like, and it's like they try to celebrate Christmas in July, and like, yeah, it's, it's July. It's isn't it National Pig Day or something? <laughs> yeah, Piggy Bank Day. <laughs> yeah, Piggy Bank Day. <laughs> Whatever the hell that is. And then they made like this really intricate float just to con the kids out of a couple quarters. <laughs> that you know, that's something actually. Let's I'm think just... about this for a second. They have all the time and money to like get all of this like these resources together to scam the kids but they don't have a couple quarters for jawbreakers they, well they go to the junkyard and get this stuff i guess that's what i but... assumed why don't they just pawn the stuff in the the junkyard yeah <laughs> i bet people will buy the inventions that they make they're really elaborate i mean go to a pawn shop they'll give you a quarter that's enough Wait, how can they build all this stuff and be doing bad at school <laughs> i don't know that's like no some math they don't need school they're engineers they don't need that shit i know like what the fuck oh man a fucking engineer bruh i'm yeah. starting to think that ed and eddie have a lot of plot holes need a dispenser here please Nice DF2 meme. Fuck you, asshole. Yeah. But what other Chris? Oh, yeah, I remember there was also the uh, the Johnny Bravo Christmas special. Oh, uh, yeah, where he has to um, find Santa or something oh, to oh, get a... Oh, wait, there were two. One where, where uh, Santa breaks into Johnny's house and delivers presents, but Johnny thinks he's a burglar and decides to beat him up. So Johnny mm-hmm. had to take uh, Santa's place and deliver all the presents for him. What an asshole. <laughs> Remember that one? Mm-hmm. Well, fuck out. No one has anything to say. Screw you all. And then there was the other one where where uh, Johnny needed to go all the way to the North Pole and deliver his uh, Christmas list to Santa in person. And Susie tags along and so does... Uh, what was that? Carl. Johnny Osmond of the Osmond family of all people. Oh, they didn't have like the nerds? The nerd guy? Was his name Carl? Yeah, Carl. I don't think he was in that episode. Wasn't he? I don't know. I remember Johnny was being addressed to some of the, someone. No, that was I think it was Donny Osmond. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, if, if anyone even knows who Donny Osmond is that's watching this show. Because yeah, Johnny Bravo had a lot of weird guest stars like uh, Mr. T, um, Weird Al Yankovic, and also Adam West. Because Adam West, in one episode of Johnny Bravo, he acted the same way he does in like Family Guy because. Uh, 
the creator of Family Guy, Seth Rogen, I mean, Seth Green. Seth Green used to be on Johnny Bravo as a writer, and so was uh, Butch Harkman, the creator of Fairy Oddparents, who also had uh, TV's Adam West on there as Catman on Fairy Oddparents. Mm -hmm. What was that one uh, pilot that Seth MacFarlane and Butch Hartman worked together on? It was about these animals. Oh, it was, it was called Zoomates, and it was like a, 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 a shitty sitcom parody, but it was animated and had a laugh track, and it was made by Seth... Seth MacFarlane, so automatically it was the worst thing ever. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. Uh, that was my favorite Christmas special. That wasn't a Christmas special at all. It was yeah, it was. Crap. Hmm. Was it? No, there wasn't. I remember there was other... <laughs> really? There was one pilot that was a Christmas special. It was Super Santa or Santa Saves Christmas or something. It was like on Oh Yeah Cartoons. fucking Save Christmas. It was like this muscular Santa Claus and he had to save Christmas from this rabbit stuffed rabbit that a rabbit yeah why not satan i don't know why not jesus there was, there, was, there was a christmas special like santa versus Seth, satan or something what um yeah there was santa claus conquers the martians you were santa versus satan or something like that and he had to fight satan no i don't remember that but hey oh that reminds me movie. remember the movie rise of the guardians the Guardians. We protect the world. I hope you like the loop-de-loops. No. I hope you like carrots. Jack Frost. Am I on the naughty list? <laughs> of course, the Easter Bunny. You don't want to race a rabbit, mate. The Tooth Fairy. Rules are take no prisoners. The Sandman. Everyone to the sleigh. Let's go. <laughs> Keep up good work. Dreamworks Rise of the Guardians. Cookies? Uh, no. <laughs> That was a great movie. Yeah, basically, Rise of the Guardians, it was like like the Avengers, but with holiday uh, mascots. You got the Easter Bunny, who was like this Australian rabbit with boomerangs. You got the Tooth Fairy. Uh, based on a based on a book in which they didn't borrow many elements from the book at all, actually. They took the name. It's kind of like Big Hero 6, where it's like, why did they bother naming it after this if there's hardly anything to do with it? It was influenced by... Yeah, very loosely. But yeah, he had the Sandman, Tooth Fairy, Easter Bunny, and Russian Santa Claus. Oh, and Jack Frost. Russian Santa Claus. Yeah, it was like this big barish Santa Claus who was like this muscular guy who had fucking tattoos on him. What was this movie about? Uh, basically, they had to fight black people. The blackness. No, they had to fight Pitch. Pitch Black. Finally. Pitch, uh, you idiot. So they had to fight so they, Rock, Eddie Murphy, uh, Will Smith. And they just go up to Pitch Black and say, your kind ain't welcome around here. What you, What do you mean, your kind? And then they <laughs> get this big argument, that's the whole movie. It's gonna be a white Christmas tonight. Yeehaw. Did that movie have uh, Eddie Murphy, uh, Chris Rock? No, uh, I can't remember any voice actors who were in it, but yeah, it was a good movie about them having to fight evil and kids believing in them and stuff mm -hmm. yes yeah Pretty i can't gay. speaking of terrible book adaptions um uh, well, well, not, not terrible mean? just like not faithful is what okay. i meant i'm sorry i was i was zoning out i zoned out okay yeah. but not faithful book adaptions i wonder what the captain underpants is gonna be like that's, the captain underpants movie that's gonna be 
that will never work live action. That's going to be really weird. It's going to be animated. Okay, it's good. Been confirmed. Because I cannot, I cannot imagine that being live action in any way without. That would be hilarious if it was live action. It'd be really creepy because he's hanging around with these kids, and it's like, this is wrong. This is all wrong. This is the worst thing ever. I mean, how deep was the Captain Underpants story mythos? I don't know, but I think Captain Underpants was one of the few times it taught me some bits of animation. Because in the books, like, there were some... Oh, they had, like, the flip thing? Yeah, you had to flip in between these two panels and show, like, this toilet mouth monster opening and closing. That kind of taught me the very essence of animation, in a way. Yeah. He truly, wa- he truly was an animator, the best in all of us. Yeah, same with this Spongebob book where it just showed... Where, I don't know, it's just showing, like, jellyfish movement and, like, flip through these three repeating pages and see this jellyfish go up and down. Yeah, so that's what taught me the very beginning of animation. Animation. Yeah. All right. I remember my dad buying me the sketchbook, and I used to this do that ball thing where you have to, like, draw a ball on one page and draw it on another. And I filled the whole sketchbook with that, and my dad was so mad because I didn't use any of the paper. <laughs> you nuts. It was like this really big piece of paper, and it was like this circle. Damn! Well, you couldn't just use the corner like a like a, a chemistry book from school. Nope. Damn. He was so pissed, and it didn't even work right. Damn. So you flailed. Yeah, nice. but yeah, Rise of the Guardians was a pretty good. I think was it DreamWorks. It was DreamWorks. Yeah, it was pretty Not good. Disney. Fuck Disney. I mean, it was all. It was like one of their few attempts at like an action movie in a way. But yeah, that was one of the. And, and it was really good. Watch, watch Rise of the Guardians. It's great. Yeah. I love it. After you watch Madagascar Five. Disappointingly, it did not do well in the box office. And uh, huh. did the Croods do well? So, I don't know. I don't think anybody wanted to see that movie after they went like da 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 all the time. Oh, yeah, but I don't know. Crude surprised me because that was a really good movie, and that was one of the few times I was ever impressed with CG animation in forever. I don't I don't think uh, anybody has, like, talked about the crude since it came out. Yeah, but it's a really good movie. It's, like, it has some of the best scenery, some really good scenery animation. Well, yeah. pa- Pan, I'm sorry, but life just isn't fucking so fair now, is it? Everyone, go watch The Croods. It was really good. It's kind of like... Also watch Madagascar 6. This time it's on the dicks. <laughs> oh, no. No, Madagascar 6, the river sticks. Oh, no. oh yeah. I did see uh, Madagascar, the Penguins movie of Madagascar. Anyone else see that? That was good. How was that? Yeah, it was a pretty funny movie. I like the animations on the octopus character. It was a fun, stupid movie. Yeah. Which Madagascar was this? The newest one, the uh, Penguins of Madagascar. You actually, you actually saw it? I was bored, so it's like, hey, let's go watch this movie. It's like, okay, and it was pretty good. Wow, wow. Nothing well, this is like, you don't watch uh, Despicable Me, the Minions. Nothing special, but it was still pretty good. So yeah, Minions Ooh. movie. Can't wait for that. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for you Absolutely to disgusting. Yeah, meme time all the time. I, I honestly, I'm still holding out for a Rage Comics movie. I just need that to happen, oh, no. just so I can see everybody cry and just be like, death of the internet, this is the end of, this is the end of cinema, and I'm just sitting there laughing and watching everybody die, and then I can just go, I told you this would happen. I hope North Korea this. goes to war with us because of the Minion movie. Whatever happened to that, uh, the Legends of Rick Rule, Chronicles of Rick Rule? 
Um, is that the one with Vin Diesel? I think <laughs> it was some guy. That's the Chronicles of Riddick. Oh, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, there's this meme movie where it's a bunch of internet celebrities coming together in the Legends of Rickroll. Apparently, I'm never gonna give her up. <laughs> that was an actual quote from the movie. Is a romantic comedy. Oh. I need to find that trailer again. I need to find it. Oh. I'm never gonna give her up. I'm never gonna let her down. Uh, yeah, because I remember hearing about that movie like three years ago, and it's like, did that ever come out? Was that like a real trailer, or was that a joke trailer? I'm, it was. A, I think it was a proof of concept trailer. Honestly. Oh, uh, so it's like, hey, check out what we can do. Like, give us money, and we'll make this into a two-hour theatrical epic. That's gonna happen one day. Just wait. Oh, but hey, if Grumpy Cat can get a movie, then you never know who else can get a movie. Oh, I love Grumpy Cat because of the tweets made by the voice actor Audrey Plaza. Like, what were some of her tweets saying? She, she, she she's broken. She's fucking broke. Oh, oh she yeah. literally her sanity snapped when she was cast onto this movie. Oh. I think she was drunk or something. You're saying, "Oh my god, my career is over." Don't worry, Audrey. You'll always be Raven to me. That's great. Okay. <laughs> well, she's the perfect. She'd be the perfect Raven. Did Teen Titans have a Christmas special? Um, hmm. Teen Titans. Teen Titans Go did have one. <laughs> what happened? Okay, so in Teen Titans Go, the Christmas special, it's they celebrate Christmas, and then and then once it was over, they were sad because like, damn, Christmas is over, and Beast Boy and Raven just make up. A lie to Starfire saying, wait, Starfire, don't go to your home planet because Starfire needs to go back to her home planet for some other holiday. And Beast Boy said, there's second Christmas where we have a, a skinny Santa Claus and he's going to and he's going to come over tonight on the 26th. And it's going to be really fun. And Starfire is just so excited and waiting for it. And she gave up going back to her home planet just to see second Christmas. And eventually... They told her that it was all a lie, and then she just, like, said... Um, she decided to, like, pretty much attempt to kill them for for lying to her. <laughs> what the fuck is up with Teen Titans Go? It's so dark. There's a lot of weird, demented humor on this show. It'll surprise you. There's no such thing as Second Santa. We just didn't want to have to wait 364 days for another Christmas. We're sorry. No Second Christmas Miracle? No Flash of Light? Yeah, we kind of made all that up, too. <laughs> Are you okay? No! I am not the O or the K! You made me miss the great Kurgoth for this! Where's your second Christmas spirit? It's kind of, well, why the fuck would they lie in the first place? Like, they didn't, don't go to your home family. They don't want to see Starfire go away. Yeah, it's like, we need more than You'll one. You'll be back. We need more than one girl at this orgy, Starfire. Please stay. <laughs> if it, there's not enough girls, then we're, we'll Cyber be called gay. Team. We can't be called gay. We can't be faggots. Raven only has three holes. Four if you count the interdimensional one. Don't go, Starfire. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Was like Star Raven can only do so much. She tries her best, but this is all she can do. She, you, I know you can do it, Raven. Cause Raven's the best. Yeah. They just got a bit of a Christmas special. Did anyone see the uh, 
very odd parents Christmas special. Oh yeah, what happened? For Timmy, uh, he wishes that Christmas could be uh, every day. Nice going, Timmy. Like, that, that really... Yeah, and then all the holidays get pissed off and try to kill Santa. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the assassination of Santa Claus. Thanks a lot, Timmy. <laughs> Fuck Timmy is such a selfish little cunt for real. You fucking idiot, Timmy! You made Christmas every day. Now the now they're gonna fucking kill Santa Claus. You idiot! And then he like rides on a dirty diaper down to the. Uh, um, North Pole. What the fuck? That was part oh. of it. Like it was like a baby new baby New Year or something. And like um, he stole his diaper so he could sled down to the North Pole. It was like what the fuck? Damn it! This seemed like a this seemed like a Nickelodeon show to do. So it's kind of like the reverse of of a uh, Rise of the Guardians where they had to assassinate Santa Claus, kill one of their own. <laughs> yeah, it's like kill one of their own for the rest of proper Santa it was bad enough that you took over November but now every day Santa really fuck you Santa you're going downtown oh yeah oh wait speaking of Nickelodeon remember okay I'll link it in the description but you all remember this uh this claymation commercial of all the Nicktoons getting together oh yeah singing the Christmas song I didn't see it okay well I'll link to it but you'll probably recognize it if you see it but What's strange about it is that the, it's all the Nicktoons partying together on on a Christmas, and there's a scene where they're showing a series of still photos, and they show, I guess, uh, SpongeBob ripping his pants open at a Christmas party. And if you remember in this one episode of Santa of a uh, SpongeBob, there was an episode of SpongeBob where uh, Patrick had this box, and no one knew what was inside this box that kept making Patrick laugh, and SpongeBob was thinking. What if it's an embarrassing photo of me at the Christmas party? And a lot of fans theorize that the, that he's referring to this one commercial that I'm going to link to of that of that yeah. Nick, Nicktoons thing, you know? Yeah, link it in the chat. I want to see it now. Yeah, so it's like it's like an extended universe where it, all the Nicktoons gather together. and, it, and That it means Nicktoons unite as canon. It ties into the, the canon of Spongebob. Oh. And Nicktoons unite. Oh, speaking of Nicktoons unite... Okay, so I was at the at the hotel I was staying at in New York. I was just watching TV, and apparently someone's tried to sneak in like weapons into JFK's airport, and they, they what? Tried, yeah they tried to sneak it in through a and then the Nicktoons saved the day. No, no, they stuck it through a PlayStation Two and a and a copy of Nicktoons Unite. Incredible. So it's like, damn it, Nolan, why do you have to sneak weapons into an airport using Nicktoons Unite of all things? Wait, they were sneaking weapons in New York? Apparently, some person was sneaking a gun into New York, and they had, like... It was inside a... I'll link it in the description also, but... It was, like... It was just a PlayStation 2 hollowed out, along with a copy of Nicktoons Unite. You were there when it was happening? Oh, no, no I wasn't there. I saw it on the news, like, oh. what the fuck, Nolan? Why are you doing this, Nolan? <laughs> like, you couldn't pick... Like, they couldn't pick a better PS2 game to represent their terrorism. They couldn't get, like... Oh, like something obscure, like Okami or Parappa the Rapper. No, Nicktoons. Jerks. Nickelodeon caused this. When you went to Frederator, do you see any, like, Nicktoons Unite stuff? Or, well, no? I just saw, in general, a bunch of cartoon stuff. Like, Fred Seibert has just, has a big box set of, like, Death Note DVDs in his office. Like, what a weird... Death Note? <laughs> I don't know. Shit anime? What a shitter. What a weird... What a shitter tin. <laughs> Well, they give it. well, he works in this animation studio, so they just give them a bunch of free stuff as promotional stuff. Because I, I, I really wish I could just, like, s 
stay there and just like look at all this stuff. It's like, what's this? What's this? What's this? This is. Fuck is this? Fuck is that? Fuck is you? Oh, hang on. I just got a. I got a weird question on my uh, Tumblr. It says. Hey, Pan, there are some cool kids at school I'd like to talk to, but every time I end up either having nothing to talk with them about or being locked out of the conversation as they talk about League of Legends. Any suggestions? (laughs) Yeah, hang out with cooler people who don't play League of Legends. Yeah, basically. Don't hang out with with versions. And besides, if you don't have anything to talk with them about, your conversation is going to be forced and awkward. So wait until you find something to talk to them about, and then you'll have, like, a better conversation. Forcing conversations is, like, the most... um, is, like, the most prominent way to, like, kill a friendship with someone. Just, like, always going to talk to them. We're like, hey, how's it going? Uh, did you did you hear about um, uh, Nick, Nicktoons Unite? That's a game. <laughs> What's going on, guys? So I see you play League of Legends. I like Jinx. I never played the game, but Jinx is fucking fine as hell. Yeah, baby. Yeah, there's two Jinxes. Jinx from Teen Titans and Jinx from League of Legends, and they're both... Easy like Sunday morning. And they're both like 12. Uh, so. We don't know that. La, 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 la. Pans a lolly. Uh, it's not confirmed. 18 to teen. La, la. Pans a lolly. Lollipop, lollipop, lolly, lolly, Hey, we haven't talked Christmas. about a single <laughs> Christmas Simpsons episode, which you all remember the first. 20, the first 30 minute episode of The Simpsons was a holiday special where they find Santa's little helper at the dog tracks. It was really boring, the end. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a pretty, it was actually a kind of a depressing uh, holiday episode because, I don't know, one, one thing that really grabs me is the scene where Homer tries to set up all the lights outside of his house and it, there's barely any lights, but Flanders next door just has all these Christmas decorations and Homer's just staring at that and just looks down in shame and all you just hear is the lights buzzing and ho, ho, ho from one of the decorations. It's like, damn, Homer, you fucked up. You suck, Homer. Nice going, Homer. You fuck. You're really hot, Homer. I love you. We're only going to last one season if you pull this shit, Homer. Nice going. Oh, man. I hope he lasts forever. And then to this day, he regrets saying that. (laughs) I just want to die. Please, just kill me. Bart, why you little... I don't care anymore, go ahead. (laughs) This is bullshit. Why did I... Why can't we just get cancelled already? I'm so stupid. Hey, Homer. Matt Groening said that we have to do a Kesha parody song. Let's do this. Okay. Wake up in the morning. Ugh, that was the worst moment in The Simpsons ever. Hey, Homer, we had to do over. Oh, boy, I hope we get castled for this. It's <laughs> castled. Yeah, but the, wor- the, worst, oh, the worst thing The Simpsons ever did was the Kesha so- opening. Like, for some reason, they just opened you know an episode with a song, uh, one of the one of Akesha's songs, Wake Up in the Morning, Feeling Like P. Diddy. You know, that you know how we can top that? You know how we can top that? Huh. If we um, cross over Family Guy and do um, a Justin Bieber song, oh, <laughs> okay. Next we're party. we're already we're already halfway there. We just need the song. Oh. 
I don't need this shit anymore. Um, want to talk about Turbo Man, I guess? Oh, what other... Wait, does anyone remember any other Christmas specials of The Simpsons? Um, oh, wait, remember the one where Bart wanted wanted that video game Bone Storm 2? Young man, in this house, we use a little word called please. I, I re- actually hold that thought. I remember the one where um, they got the plastic Christmas tree and they were really excited because they were going to have an excellent year. And Bart just couldn't be a patient, just couldn't be fucking patient. So he fucking goes um, and plays with um, one of his toys early and sets the tree on fire and buries the evidence in his front yard. So then the whole um, the whole town of Springfield's like, you know what, we're going to be nice and give back. And they give him, they give them fucking presents and shit. But like fucking, um, they um when they find out Bart like was the one who destroyed their tree, everybody gets pissed off and takes all their belongings. Yeah, that pissed me off at the end. That that episode was just depressing for me. It was just like, how is this joyous at all? They're playing with a rag. That's depressing. <laughs> yeah, all that's left was a rag, and like they 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 started fighting over that one rag because everyone wanted it. Uh, oh, we forgot about the classic Christmas special that appears every time. Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Buy me Bone Storm or go to hell. Eh, the Grinch is an okay special. I yeah. don't really care. Grinch, yeah. I think I've seen it so many Which, times I don't care about it that much. Yeah, I mean, although the Grinch had some of the best, like, facial expressions ever in animation. That 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 grin at the very beginning always freaked me out as a kid. I was like, no! Oh, yeah, too bad the live-action movie was a piece of shit. I don't remember that much. The live-action movie was okay. Fight me in real life. Well, Cat in the Hat fucking sucked, confirmed. Well, of course Cat in the Hat sucked. Everybody knows that. Yeah, even the wife of Dr. Seuss was like, this is terrible. Fuck, you people are monsters for making this. You dirty hoe. The Grinch that stole Christmas. You're a fucking asshole, Mr. Grinch. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, you that's, that's the only good thing that I like when the narrator... I don't appreciate when narrators just go out, all out on the main character to say, like, you fucking suck, I hate you so much, oh my god. Like, at that point, it should have just, like, the narrator just said, you know, hey, Grinch, hey, hey, like, he actually <laughs> calls the Grinch, and Grinch hears him, is like, what? Who is that voice? <laughs> it's me, the fucking narrator, you're a fucking piece of shit. Do you feel proud of yourself? Huh? <laughs> you're stealing this, you're stealing Christmas just because you're a fucking asshole. It's like... Oh, just because you don't like Christmas, suddenly everyone has to deal with your shit. Fuck you. You're a selfish piece of shit. Fuck you, Grinch. Fuck your family. Oh, wait, you don't have a family. You're a green piece of shit. And he just starts crying. <laughs> It'll be funny, like, the original song, like, the narrator, like, Grinch hears all this thing that he's saying about him, like, you're a dirty taint of a cunt, and then he just starts crying, the Grinch. <laughs> wait, the you're, crying. you're a dirty used tampon. <laughs> I think, like, Levin is, like, that's just the voice in his head, too. Like, he's insane. Where are you? Like, he's just... Like, he had really low self-esteem, so he had to have, like, a song in his head making fun of him. Who the fuck are you? Where are you? I hear you, but I don't see you. Come out. I'll kill you. Coward. Coward. (laughs) 
coward! <laughs> you asshole! I'm sorry! Jesus Christ, yeah. where did we go? <laughs> hey, Jingle All The Way! Remember Jingle All The Way starring... Arnold. It was okay, the end. Phil Hartman you. got murdered, the hey. end. Okay, let's talk about Jingle All The Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Jingle All The Way. You picked the wrong day. So, what happened is... Anakin Skywalker wants Turbo Man. Yeah, so it's this movie about Arnold Schwarzenegger and his son, played by young Anakin from the prequels, wants Turbo Man, and it's the must-have toy ever, and Arnold must track it down, but everyone wants it. And this was at the time when Elmo and Furby came out, and that, those were the biggest fucking toys ever. Do you remember the rush for Elmo? Tickle mm -hmm. Me Elmo? No. Okay, you guys are too young. Oh, Tickle Me uh, Elmo, uh... Is that the pedophile game? I mean, <laughs> the pedophile toy with oh, Elmo and stuff. Oh, it's, no. It's really uncomfortable to play with your family. Oh, it's, oh dear. Oh, it's no. Yeah, Tickle Me Elmo was a big-ass thing in the late 90s. Same with... More like more like Tickle My Elmo. <laughs> Some of the biggest toys in the 90s were like Elmo, Furbies, and uh, Tamagotchis. Inappropriately touch Elmo. Although I never had a Tamagotchi. What I did have was... The one that was like, it was like a Tamagotchi, but except with like those green aliens from Buzz from a Toy Story. Mm -hmm. And also a Digimon, because Digimon did not start out as an anime. It started out as one of these Tamagotchi things and you could connect them with other people and you fought. It was, it was pretty it? shitty. It was Pokemon. Yeah, but it was more of a Tamagotchi knockoff at first and then became a TV show, I believe. Because I, became... I remember we were just playing uh, Digimon, those Tamagotchis, and my cousin was saying, Hey, Pan, they're making a Digimon cartoon. It's like, what? Huh? How do you make this into a cartoon? What the fuck? Are you, are you serious right now? This is bullshit. And oh, yeah. Wait. There's one more news thing. Uh, isn't it like there's a rumor for a Mario CGI movie? Oh, yeah. The Sony hack revealed that there was going to be... Well, there were there's plans to be a CGI Super Mario Brothers movie, but it's just Miyamoto said something about like I'm not sure how that's gonna happen, haha, or something. I mean, well, the thing is, is like it's just it's not really anything confirmed. It's just like one of those things that's out there, and maybe they'll do it, maybe they won't, but you never know. Yeah. Oh, oh, but speaking of Digimon, yeah, there's gonna be a new Digimon series. Yeah. Late, late little news tidbit for you all. And Digimon it, is coming back. Yeah, it's going to be... It looks terrible. Well, it's going to be a continuation of the original first series where all the original seven and eight or eight Digidestins are grown up now. Yeah, I didn't watch Digimon, so I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't like the new art style. Well, it kind of looks like every other anime that art style that they're showing, but the, the original yeah. anime had like its own style. It was, mm -hmm. it was definitely a little more cartoony than the, your typical anime style. But yeah. That's why it was better. Yeah, but yeah, Digimon toys. Crap. Let me finish talking about Turbo Man since we got off wait, got off track. But yeah, if you all remember Jingle all the way, Arnold Schwarzenegger has to track, out, track down this Turbo Man toy because it's the must-have toy. And Sinbad's there trying to fuck, fuck him over because Sinbad also wants, a to wants the toy because... Because 
okay, here's his, his comedy career not going as he planned. So here's the reason that he wants the toy because he he talks about his backstory and saying, my da- I wanted this GI Joe knockoff toy or something, and I didn't get it, and now I'm a postman. And so Arnold Schwarzenegger needs to buy that Turbo Man toy. Otherwise, he thinks his son will turn out to be a failure like Sinbad, the mailman. The real life, oh. Oh, no, the, the, the mailman, but I don't know. Well, Sinbad's now working on Steven Universe. He's the voice of uh, that guy. Wow, his career sure went up. Mr. Smiley, the guy who owns the arcade and does that coffee song in Steven Universe. He's the voice of that guy now. Wowie. Sinbad. But yeah, it was a great movie. Greatest holiday movie that I had to watch every year. I don't need the Turbo Man toy. <laughs> my, get... my dad's a real Turbo Man. Yeah. Great Fuck movie. Fuck you, little Jimmy. I hate you so much. One of <laughs> one of uh, Phil Hartman's final film roles. Is that sad or that good? Well, you know, M. Bison's one. Well, Raul Julia's last film role was uh, was Street Fighter, and he played M. Bison, and that M. Bison, that was the perfect M. Bison, despite how shitty that movie was. He, that guy was knew how to play M. Bison. Yeah. Mm. So it's shitty movie, but great, great casting choices. Yeah, M. Bison. It's Van Damme. Although I think uh, I think uh, the Phil Hartman's final movie was actually Small Soldiers. Oh. I remember that movie. You, I mean, you all know who Phil Hartman is. He's the... He, he also plays that guy from The Simpsons. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such nature films as Earwigs, Ooh, The Revenge of Abe Lincoln, The Erotic Adventures of Hercules, The Wackiest Covered Wagon in the West, Alice's Adventures Through the Windshield Glass. He's that guy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I know who that is, totally. Phil Hartman. Yep. What were some of the things that you got around Christmas time? Uh, uh, consoles, I guess. Anything memorable? I remember a Nintendo Wii, and then I got Twilight Princess, and I didn't know how to fucking... I didn't know what the fuck to do, so that was a, a dud. And also, I got a... What did I get for Christmas? I think this video games. I remember making a huge ass list for a whole bunch of video games, and I got like only two of those. Oh, poor you. Yeah, I know. I, I wanted, I wanted a car, but you know what I got? What? A toy car. <laughs> welcome to welcome to sixteen, my super sweet sixteen. I didn't even want that car, you idiots! Oh. Why is this car blue? My favorite color's red! Did you guys ever do that during Christmas, like when you were younger? I remember acting for something I totally didn't get what I wanted, so I was just, I was just silent about it. I didn't uh, really, like, not complain. I did something. I was like, okay, I don't want to be ungrateful. <laughs> I did something like that, but I don't want to talk about it ever in the history of the world. Yeah. What, did he hurt someone? Uh, did he punch someone? La, 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 <laughs> hey, one of my favorite Christmas things that I got in was Diddy Kong Racing on 64.
What this? How old are you? I'm I'm I was born in 1992. I'm 22 years old. Oh. Yeah. Oh God, he's old as fuck. Yeah. How old are you, people? Because the audience wants to know. I'm 19. I'm 19. I think no one's older than me. Okay, I'm the oldest. But yeah, Diddy Kong Racing, because it was like, I liked it better than Mario Kart, because it was like, you can choose from like, your car, you can choose to drive a car, a plane, or a hovercraft. Yeah, the, the hovercraft, hovercraft sucked though. I mean, it was meant, meant for uh, driving on the on water, but uh, it was, <laughs> on, on land, it was a pretty shitty vehicle. But one thing that really, like hovercraft, one thing that so. really bothered me about Diddy Kong Racing is that, there's four worlds, or four or five or something, like, uh, island, no, it was, there was dinosaur, there was ocean, there was lava, and the lava world, oh wait, the lava world was just dinosaur world, but yeah, the lava world, it bugged, it bugged me, cause like, you could just drive straight into the lava and nothing will happen, you don't die, you can just, you can have your- What, that, that pissed you off? Like, damn it, why didn't I die? It's like, wait, but this is a video game, you're supposed to die when you touch lava, that doesn't make- Sense. Wait, maybe it's realistic. Maybe I can go and touch lava. It's like, wait, this breaks every rule that I know about video games, because the lava is supposed to kill you. Uh, it just, I couldn't, like, understand it. It took you a while to play uh, Super Mario. So did you basically uh, just have, like, a fucking, like, crisis about it? or That's not right. An Elon type of crisis, too? It just doesn't make any sense. The lava doesn't kill you. But how? It's video game. I had the same thing when I saw, like, gameplay footage of, uh, what's it called, uh, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, and also Bomberman, because those games did not have a jump button, and I was like, but every game has a jump button, don't they? Huh? What? Because the only other Zelda game I played was on the, the Game Boy, it was Link's Awakening, and you had a feather that made you jump, but here in... Ocarina of Time, I was like, wait, how do you jump in this game? Automatic jumping, what's the- what? Huh? Oh my god. How does this, this work? This game is different. This game is different from the other game. That makes it bad. I thought every Eight game had a jump wipes. button. What? Why haven't my parents told me this? <laughs> my parents didn't prepare me for the real world. Oh, there's no jumping button. Same goes for, uh... Oh yeah, in Bomberman 64, like... I don't, okay, you know those kiosks at, like, a Target or some store where they just play a demo of the game? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember they, they, were, they were showing a trailer to Barman, and the narrator says, It's ba it's Barman Hero, the sequel to Barman 64, and now you can jump in this game. It's like... it, it this, How happy were you? It understands me. They understood my problems. <laughs> it gets me. Marketing. I can jump? I, uh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Sakurai. Thank you, Konami. Thank you, Toriyama. I'm so thankful I can finally jump. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, wait, hang on. I'll be back. Thank you, Shrek. So, Nolan, was there anything that you got for Christmas that you really liked? A P My favorite gaming console ever, the PS3. Yeah. This was when it was late in the life cycle, when it had plenty of games, so y'all can shut the fuck up. Well, for me, I got the PS3, like, the same year, 2006, when it was first released, and there were no games. PS3 had no games. 
how did it feel spending like seven hundred dollars on like an original PS3 fan? Although, hey, the good thing about it, it, it worked in the long run because the original series of PS3s, they could play PS1, 2, and 3. So that was three consoles in one because I did not have a, a PS1 or 2 growing up. So it's like, this, this is the greatest console ever. That's why I call it the PS3 is 3 in 1. Yeah. I understand. Well, the newer PS3 models, they cannot play PS2 or PS1. They're not backwards compatible. Yes, fuck, I'm pissed about that. I mean, it's like... Yes, this is the greatest console ever. 3 in 1! I was like, oh, well, I got a, a PlayStation game now. Now I can play this uh, Spider-Man 2 on PlayStation 2 now. Yeah, I, I got two. And then doesn't work. Yeah, since there were uh, so few games on it... I there was three games that I had at the time. It was uh, Bully on PS2, um, Motorstorm. This on ra- PS1. Uh, yeah, it was this racing game, but it was, the problem with that game, it was too realistic where the physics are just like, this isn't fun to play. I had a cool idea where it was just truck versus car versus ATV versus motorcycle all driving in. I don't know, I just hated the physics in that game. It was kind of like a a more realistic version of Excite Truck that came out the same time, and I liked Excite Truck way more. That was more fun because it was just it was just fun as hell. It was just unrealistic, but yeah. Hmm. And the third game that I got for PS3 at the time was Sonic 06. Yeah. You got the greatest game ever made. Congratulations. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you beat the game or no? No, I couldn't even get My through brother. the first... I couldn't get through the first Silver stage. Oh, Oh yeah, but sad. let me tell you about Silver. Okay, so this was... He's a pothead. Okay, so 2006, <laughs> this game came out, and about a, two years before, I met this girl at school, this goth girl, Jenny, and she was telling me how... Back in like 2004 or 5, she wrote fan mail to San Francisco Sega of America, and she loved Silver the Hedgehog. And she wrote fan mail to... No, no, she loves Shadow the Hedgehog. Silver was not created yet. And she sent fan mail to Sega of America, and she included a drawing of her Sonic OC, uh, because Jenny likes to draw a lot of Sonic OCs in (laughs) Because she showed me her sketchbook, and it was full of just characters it was full of sonic the hedgehog and silver the hedgehog or shadow just jacking each other off but anyway nice oh, no wait okay i met her last year and she was telling me about 2003 2004 and at the time she sent fan mail to sega of america in san francisco and included a drawing of her oc and apparently this is what she tells me is that they wrote to her back saying hey is it cool that we use your character in our upcoming game, Sonic 2006. And apparently that character resembled Silver the Hedgehog. So she kind of is sort of the creator of Silver the Hedgehog, but... I want to see the latter, because I don't believe her. Although, here's what, what I think is what happened. Basically, she sent in a character, and coincidentally, it managed to look just enough like Silver to the point where, hey... This looks like our character that we have not revealed yet. This person could sue us, and we have seen this message. What do we do? And apparently they made an offer to her, but she said, Nah, I don't want any money. So I think that's what happened. What? 
I want. Mm, I want to. I don't believe that. I want to believe my friend. She didn't create it. She just managed to guess what silver was gonna look like, and I guess that's. I'm assuming that's what happened. If what she said was true. Mm. I I want to believe. I'm gonna say that's bullshit. Mike, look, are you calling my goth friend a liar? Yes. Don't no. Well, I ain't calling her for dinner. Hey yo. Oh. Comedy. Oh that's the wrong shit. Number. Doe. Damn. Put your next top ten greatest comebacks in the in the comments. That's not cool. But yeah, so my goth friend that I that at school apparently is sort of the creator of Silver the Hedgehog in a way. Not really, that's a lie. I'm assuming she guessed what Silver was going to look like, so she... Maybe they're just being really nice. I want to see the letter. Oh, man. Is there a letter? I gotta find her again and ask her, like, hey, where's that letter, lady? I need to see it. And then she's going to be like, oh, I was lying. No, why would a goth girl lie to me? Because they want to get away of, get away from you. Oh, <laughs> Damn. Not again. But yeah, Silver the Hedgehog, she kind of is associated with the creation of the shittiest Sonic character since Charmy the Bee. Don't you diss Charmy the Bee like that. There's fans. Yeah. But any other favorite gifts for the holidays you guys got? A condom, but I never used it. Uh, none that I can think of specifically. Oh, wait, did you at school? Did you guys ever have like a secret Santa? Oh yeah, I was terrible at that. Oh, I don't know if I told this story, but uh, I um, we were having a secret Santa uh, for third grade, and I unwrapped this cool uh, spider-looking thing. It was like a spider toy or whatever, and it was like a spy gadget thing. It didn't work, but it was cool, and um, it was like uh. You could um, take somebody's toy so long as you gave them the one you currently had. So me um, and this one kid were, like, constantly doing that with the spider toy. Like, he, he kept giving me shit and whatever. And there was only, like, one present left and everybody was still trying to trade. And I felt really bad for the person who had uh, that uh, one, um, who had the one toy left. So I was like, I felt bad. So I went and got it. And it was a fucking Sonic Tiger Electronic handheld. <laughs> and I missed the spider robot. And then, like, I got so mad, I went over and threatened the guy who took it from me. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna beat you up. Was it, like, some sort of, like, remote control spider? Yeah. Did it have, like, a camera inside? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know. It was like, you. Always, I remember you had the, the limit of, like, 5 to $10 for these elementary school uh, gift exchange. And I don't mm -hmm. know. I just... Yeah. Uh, someone gave me socks and a timer that's included with the socks. I guess it was for, like... For running shoes i don't know why i got fucking socks i remember someone gave me this like really neat awesome wallet and i didn't really i completely forgot about it so i just drew her like a a fucking a shitty ass car saying merry christmas merry fucking christmas yeah mara was like it was like fifth grade so mara was terrible so she paid like 50 dollars for this wallet and i just gave her like a shitty card damn <laughs> yeah. that i drew at the last minute it was on line paper Damn. Oh, yeah. I am Hitler. Although that was always the best parts of school is whenever you, it was our, it was the holiday season and you know that you were going to have like a week or two weeks off. And they always have a party at the very end and everyone was asked like, bring in one of your movies or 
plug in one of the consoles to the TV. You guys mm-hmm. ever did that? Well, I never brought a movie. We had like we had these movies, and we it, had to pick which one we wanted to see. Um, somebody, we were gonna watch this um old Roger Hammerstein or whatever the fuck. No, wait, the guys who did the stop motion thing. Oh, um, crap. I, yeah, I I forgot the name too. Harryhausen. Harryhausen. Yeah, Roger Hammerstein is a musical guy, but um. Whatever the fuck you just said. Um, we were watching one of those Christmas specials, and this kid was like being really fucking obnoxious. So, like, they stopped the Christmas special and made us do homework. Because oh, I hate when that happens. Because, like, every time in school, like, one kid acts out and everyone has to get punished. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? What's this accomplish? Nothing. It's, all this encourages is racism. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Fuck this school. Maybe they do that because they're hoping, like, the students will get mad at that one student and beat them up after class. It's like, we, we more get mad at the teacher themselves. Because, like, you know, they can't lay a finger on the kids, but the other kids can, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, shit. Fuck, I never thought of that. But whenever that... And that's why they come, they always come late. Like, right after the fight's over, they always come like, oh, no, wait, stop. Yeah, because, like... Teach you, Jimmy, you fucker. What, what always bugged me is, like... It, they punished the the entire class instead of that one kid, and I was never mad at that one kid. I was mad at the teacher, but it's like, yeah, that kid needs to fucking die. They need to teach. They need to teach kids like internalized murder or something. Like you know, like they we need they need to teach us to turn on each other. So in case some one of us acts out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we that guy fucked it up, so we, he needs to fucking die. Three p.m. in the playground. You are fucked. <laughs> like you remember that one episode of Hate. We couldn't watch stop motion Christmas because of you, you faggots. I wanted to watch the rescuers down under, but no, you had to talk out during class, and now we can't do it, so you're gonna fucking pay for this. Tonight after school. Yeah, yeah that's the pr- that's what the issue with the school was. They they didn't teach us to uh internalize our hatred towards that one guy. Fuck school's been teaching us r- the wrong way to hate because I hate the teacher I didn't hate the person who was acting out this is bullshit it's, t- it's time to dish out some social justice we need to slice that kid and eat his organs no we need to tie him to the tetherball pole remember that in Hey Arnold when uh, everyone was mad at Arnold for apparently stealing a uh, a bag of money and they tied him to the tetherball pole and they were gonna lynch him mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that got really dark really fast but yeah so yeah, this I guess we're done with the topic, and maybe we'll discuss this next year with more holiday specials. Yeah, if our podcast lasts that long. So let's get into the questions. Um. Oh, put the put the mail time song in here. Mail time, mail time, mail time. Yes. Mail is here. When when the mail comes, no. I when the mail makes wait. When the mail you both are shit at this. Jesus Christ. When the mail comes from hell, it makes me want to yell. Mail time. <laughs> Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. 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 Mail. Fuck. And that was Blue's Clues. We should have a Nick Jr. Elementary, uh, a preschool theme podcast. 
Oh, great. That one we can talk about being puppy cats. Hey, yo. I'll kill you. Questions. If anybody has a question, start out, start out with the word question so it's easier to find and put it in the YouTube comments of this podcast. So the first question is by Red Tom. Question. I have a problem pushing myself to animate. I know I want to. I'm just a lazy fuck. Do you guys have this problem? Yes. If so, what is your process you use to make yourself work? Okay, here's your process. You just have to do it. That's yeah. basically what we can say. Uh, it, it's it, hard to be. Un, is I know how to be unmotivated, but you just have to do it. You have to push yourself and do it. It it, it doesn't have to be like your masterpiece, like your your grand opus. It can be like some really shitty cartoon or whatever. Of, it's fine. I hear some people say like if you start if you start by doing like a big project, like a huge comic or something. Like a lot of people have come to me been like. Oh, I have this cool super idea for a long-running like shonen manga comic, and I'm just like, yeah, but like, are you gonna do it? And it's just kind of like, you know, you gotta pace yourself and like tackle smaller projects and learn first, because yeah. it's like, <laughs> because it's like your comic is pretty gonna be guaranteed to be pretty bad unless you've done other minimum projects first. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, whoops, yeah, sorry, Pan Loki IRL is gonna suck. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I've made that same mistake multiple times, and um, I don't know if I'm plugging anything specifically, but I might do this. Um, oh, I'm like right. I'm looking at it right now. Right next to me is like a huge stack of old comics I used to make. It was going to be this long-running series of comics, and like I have thirty comics, like thirty actual like issues of comics that I drew and wrote myself. And I can, like, I want to scan them all and, like, put them up somewhere or do a stream and talk about them and just talk about what, when, and, like, making them. Because it's, like, I think it'll really help people understand kind of, like, what it takes, like, making online comics and stuff. And, like, uh, I, don't, I don't mean that I don't mean that in a pretentious way. Like, well, if you want to make a good web comic, I just mean, like, kind of, like, what goes into, like, making a comic or something. It's just kind of, like, you know, what you kind of learn over the process of everything. My biggest regret in life uh, was uh, not keeping my old comics. I used to have old comics with my OCs way back when, and they were really terrible and shitty. Yeah, I I always and I'd o- I will always encourage people to keep old stuff they make because it definitely puts perspective on like what you've learned and is a good reminder of like what you like doing and stuff. Yeah, definitely pretty terrible. Definitely keep all your old shit, even if it's bad. You'll you'll learn a lot from it. I can remember pieces, parts of it. Yeah, but that's but it, it. I think also this person's asking about his procrastination. Well, you guys have that trouble? Yeah, yeah, I do all the time. I I've been procrastinating a good bit on my fan comic, which I know sounds you know hypocritical, but whatever. Um, I've been procrastinating for a long time, and I've just been kind of sitting on the plot and thinking about it while I'm doing other stuff like working or drawing. Mm-hmm. And I've um. I'm also procrastinating on a commission I have to do, and I wanted to get it done before Christmas, which <laughs> I don't know if I can, but we'll see. Yeah, for me, uh, my comic, Loki RL, was just still being made because there's a lot to do and lots of things to to create when 
you don't really think about like all the fonts and all the borders and how it's going to be made and how it's going to be uploaded and stuff. I'm still working on a lot of stuff, all the characters that you have to design. But anyway, a major theme in Loki IRL, that my comic, is procrastination. And one of the f flaws that it hasn't been made, hasn't been released yet, is for one thing, procrastination. So, art imitates life. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, if you, uh, one thing that really helps with curing procrastination is if you, like, disable your internet or just, like, unplug it or something. That just, that should help force you to do something else besides waste your time on the internet. You probably just turn back the internet back on. I know, but, like, just, I don't know. <laughs> just <laughs> unplug it. Like, and do something else. Don't, otherwise you'll keep getting distracted by, ooh, what's on, what's, who sent me a message today, right now? Instead of actually drawing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, procrastination's evil. Just, just make something really short, make it bouncing ball or something like that. Just, that's what you have to do if you want to just start doing animation. You got to make really shitty stuff and then it'll get good. At least in school, just draw while, while the teacher's talking. Who cares what they say? Just draw. When I was doing a math class, I sort of, it was like about um reading um meters and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, like, it was just like reading car meters and shit for math. And, like, I just wound up drawing a car dashboard and shit and a window and, like, the scenery outside. And the teacher just kind of looked at me disappointed and just went. <sighs> and I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> Back Nolan. in third grade. God damn it, Nolan. Uh, on to the next question. Yep. Uh, okay. Yeah. King Darthrog. As an aspiring filmmaker, do you recommend jumping straight into indie filmmaking or waiting for something to come up? Uh, okay, what, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Just do it. What, are you so do great something. that you can just make your magnum opus right now? I mean, you have the internet. You have a way to show people what you can do. Just do it. It's, just, it's the last question. It's still kind yeah. of the same process, though. It's kind of like... Uh, sorry, um, it's still kind of like taking baby steps. It's like, would you really just like learn about film and then you're like, you know what? I, I can I can draw. I can I mean I can make stuff. I can do this. Like Andrew fucking Dobson got a degree and he's like, yeah, I'm a cartoonist. <laughs> and look where he's at now, and look how people approve of him. If you're just if you're just stuck in this mindset that just because you learned how to do it means you can and you'll do it flawlessly, then you're gonna fuck up and people are not going to respect you as a creator. You got, well, you got, you got to like. Dobson lesson is just don't be a dick to people. <laughs> yeah, and uh, just start by making small stuff. Like, there's this one really cool YouTuber, Dom Vera, that I watched, and he just started out doing stupid skits, and then he just made a dumb short movie, and then he kept making those, and now he's making like really damn good movies, like short movies still, but they're still like really high quality and really really good. Yeah, just make something like it doesn't have to be like a two-hour epic. Just make like a short film. I mean, like lot lots of animators like start out just making like minute, two-minute-long animations. Just do that. It doesn't do even something. have to be a minute or anything. It could be like thirty seconds or just anything, just so you can have your foot through the door. But the if, if you don't want to waste the spend the time animating, which that takes a lot of time, just make a comic that takes a significantly less time to do so. Want to make shit comics? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have the internet. You have a way to show people what you can do. I mean, you didn't have that years ago, but now you do, so you can do that. So yeah, 
that's that's the opportunity to do so. Don't just wait for it. I don't know what you're waiting for, but just do oh, it. Oh yeah, waiting for something. I don't. That's that's something I feel needs to be talked about a bit more in depth. Again, I'm not trying to claim that I know everything, or I'm like, I'm the fucking best at everything, and I know Look exactly at me. what goes I'm on. The, I'm yeah. the second coming of Jesus. I'm, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to say I'm the know all end all. I'm just saying these are my opinions, and I think when it comes to like waiting for something, that's more of like a business thing. It's not like there's not like going to be a good time to release something unless you're it's like business oriented or like you're doing it for an anniversary or something. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, just go for it. Yeah, like don't... unless unless the, the time you release it has a meaning to it, or if there's a reason other than, well, I'm just waiting for when it becomes more relevant or something. You know, yeah. does that make sense? Yes. Or, yeah. or am I full of shit? I don't know. Full of shit. For example, like my Frederator thing. Like I was making these videos for like four years until they finally became uh, financially successful to to do so yeah and it took like four years to do it the, the thing is you're waiting for it to become successful but you're also doing keep continuing to do it and and not just like quitting and just doing something else entirely yeah so if, if, it's a bit of both yeah if you're um if you like quit your job or something you're like i'm gonna be a youtube star well you're gonna be fucked <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's better to keep your job and try to do the youtube thing until it becomes successful then quit because yeah, it's just like, balance between the two yeah because like, yeah, it's gonna take time, and you're you're gonna be waiting a while for sure. And like, you gotta have passion too. Because Pan, like, were you just making those videos just like because you were hoping like that you'd be financially successful, or did you just genuinely enjoy them? Both. Exactly. So you had both at least. It's like no one's talking about these. It's like, all right, t- Teen Titans on the internet. Is there any videos about Teen Titans? Like, nope. Well, I guess I'll have to do it. And that's one of the main strides where it's like, no one's talking about this. I guess I have to. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, Pan had a job before his videos got more popular. So. Yeah. Jobs. Jobs suck. Yeah. Next question. Dustin Davis. Question. Since you guys talk about the characters that you all made, who would you have voiced your characters? Well, let's start out with the our icons for characters like who would you imagine voicing your icons on this podcast oh fuck i had i remember saying this to you pan or someone i forget it's I think o- honestly i can't picture them without our voices i think for ken's icon it would be plankton yeah yeah someone who's um clancy no wait voice. not clancy brown uh lauren something who's that he voices plankton oh, okay yeah, or that raccoon guy from Guardians yeah, of the Mr. Galaxy. Maybe. Mr. Lawrence, Mr. Lawrence voices Plankton. Oh yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Or B- Speaking Bradley of Cooper. Rocket Raccoon, who was his voice actor again? Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. While at New York, I I, I saw the Broadway play of uh, the Elephant Man. You guys know what the Elephant Man is? No. Nope. Okay, basically, he was this deformed human being with like. Who his whole body was just like basically looked like fungus. He was just this. I don't know. I don't know what he was, but he was deformed human. But in the Broadway play, he was just Bradley Cooper with uh standing at a weird stance and had has his mouth to the side talking like this. So basically, they foregone um like the original source material just so they could have a pretty boy recognition. Pretty much. I mean, they sh- at the beginning, they showed a picture of the real elephant man in history, but, but it's just Bradley Cooper here sounding weird. 
Oh. That was the driest thing ever. Plays are not for me. But also, while I was in the theater, uh, Toby McGuire was there. Hi, Toby McGuire. Holy shit. Spider. Did you Spider talk to him? No, I'm not going to walk up. I don't know. I have nothing to say. He I mean, should have said, like, oh, are you in or are you out? And see if he gets it. <laughs> it's you who's out, Gobby. Out of your mind. Oh, we could have had him as a close uh, guest star. You ruined it. Would never be popular now. <laughs> Bring in Toby McGuire. Everyone on everyone on Tumblr. I mean, I mean, everyone on Twitter. Go to uh Toby McGuire's Twitter and say, "Hey, you want to be on the Pizza Party podcast?" Have <laughs> him say, "Pizza time." Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes pizza time. Sometimes, sometimes pizza. And all we will talk about is the video game and not any of his acting careers. <laughs> Like, Toby, so Toby, did you play the video games of Spider-Man? Will you fucking stop talking about Spider-Man? I fucking, I'm fucking tired of that shit. Leave me alone. What if they recast him for the MCU? By the way, that is happening. Spidey's going to be in MCU now. MC, what? He's going to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe now. They uh, struck a deal. Uh-oh. Yeah, because what happened was is a 20th Century Fox, I think, owned Spider-Man. No, and Sony does. Okay, Uh-oh. Sony owned... So, okay, Sony owns Spider-Man, and instead of Marvel, Marvel Cinema Films, also made by Disney. So now they apparently struck a deal. So all they need left is X-Men and yeah, I think Dare and Fantastic Four, and then they can have a complete. Well, universe. we don't really need Fantastic Four. I mean, and we don't yeah. need X-Men either. Fuck those guys. Well, X-Men's doing good on its own. Yeah, so that's well, I haven't seen enough. the last one. I haven't seen Days of Future Past yet, but I heard it was really good. But I really loved uh, uh, First Class. First Ass? More like it. Yeah. Am I right, fellas? X-Men Half-Assed. Am, right? Am I right, fellas? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh crap. Right. <laughs> the, qu- the question. So, yeah. Voicing our characters. Oh, I've yeah. Said it before. You, uh... I-, I always pictured, like, Dan Sh- Dana Schneider, the voice of... Master Shake from Aqua Teen to voice Pan Pizza. Wait, Dan Schneider? Is that the same Dan Schneider who made all the Nickelodeon sitcoms? Oh, wait, I'm thinking Dana Schneider, or I don't know. No, Dan Dan Schneider. Someone's Dan Schneider and someone's Dana Schneider. What the fuck? I don't know, they're two different people. But yeah, Master Shake as the Pan Pizza voice, I could... That's how I've always imagined it. I am... Uh, well, I am forever. I am immortal! Shake, no! I'm not a mortal here, okay? Hang on, Shake. We'll call for help. No, Tom, the let yeah, go. hurry. I think that the branch will hold for... It's not holding! Hmm. Who do you think you'll be voiced by? No, no, I honestly can't picture... I, maybe Chris Pratt? <laughs> Chris Pratt? Maybe? I don't know. I, I haven't thought about it because I just always pictured my voice. Because, you know, he's supposed to be me. I don't picture my voice for my character at all. I'm not like this Well, these guy. are supposed to be mascots representing us. You guys just... He's a shitty mascot. What the fuck? Idiots. I think uh, Ken's character could also be voiced by Mandark from Dexter's Lab. Yeah, anyone who's nerdy, I guess. Or demanding. Sounds like him. But I have... I don't know. I have a list of characters on my Tumblr of all the characters I've created. And in my head, I kind of pictured how some of them would sound. Mm-hmm. I guess, I guess I'll link to my character list in the description also. Fuck you. But... I guess I'd be the voice of Emily. Uh, Fuckers. All right, next question. Next question. Fuckers. Next question. 
Okay, the Rocket Slumo Box. Question, I'm making a comic strip, and I'm wondering, should I try to draw the comic in the small boxes on a paper, or draw a full page, then edit the strips in the computer to shrink it downward? Okay, ba basically what this person's saying know. is... Basically what this person is saying, should should they just make, like... Let's say if they're making a... Uh, hang on. Let's say they're making a, a comic... I get what they're that's saying. Gonna be in a, that's going to be printed out. Should they just draw it like it is, where it's all together in one page, and just color it? Or should it just be a bunch of individual pictures that he compiles together and edits together? Like, he draws the characters individually and edits them together in the computer, so he has more control over where everyone's standing, you know? I'd say, um, draw the full picture if you want, experiment with it, but I'd personally just draw the whole page because that's yeah. not how it always works, and that's what most comic companies are not going to accept. Are going to accept. Yeah, that's what a lot of comic companies do because it's a lot faster. Because if you draw them individually, then you kind of have to, like, in your head, plan out, like, okay, how big is this character and how much space are they going to take? So, yeah, it's easier just to, like, just to make the, the character fit to the page, like the entire panel fit into the page as it would in the final result. Yeah. Also, they say, how do you do it and what program should I use to do this? Well, traditionally Photoshop. I do it with my penis. Ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. I use Paint Tool Side to draw and a Photoshop for my image editing needs. No, Paint.net mostly, Paint.net with a bunch of plugins. But Photoshop is probably a better option. I just use Paint.net because it's free. I haven't used... I haven't made comics yet, so... But I yeah. use Sai to draw, so... Well, for me, the only... The thing... The closest thing I have to a draw drawing tablet is my iPad, and I just draw on this app called uh, Procreate, and I just draw the black and white line art on there, and then I color it in Photoshop. You can either use Procreate or this other thing on iPad that's also... That's free. It's called Adobe Ideas, and it, you make vectors, which... Uh, what a vector is, is basically... You, you draw, like, a line or a drawing in black and white, and you can zoom in, and, it's, and it never gets pixelated. A vector just keeps stretching and stretching, and you it never gets pixelated. I want to draw with vectors so bad, but I don't have any vector drawing software. Although, if you have Adobe Illustrator, and you have black and white line art that's all pixelated... Drag it into, put it into uh, Adobe Illustrator and hit the button on the top that says Live Trace and that will turn it into a vector so the line art can be stretched out as much as it can. Ooh, and that's, that's interesting. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, Adobe Illustrator and hit the button that says Live Trace on a black and white line art. And it's really a useful tool. But yeah, I, sh I need to make a tutorial video someday when, this, when the fucking comic's done. Um, your comic is probably going to be bad for the first five issues. It's You'll probably see. Good. It's probably going to be You'll really... It's going to start off pretty, really bad, and it's probably going to get good later. Sorry we totally fucked up your question, friend. It'll save the world. God, I fucking hate Wario Land. Jason Yim says, Question, what are your thoughts on the ending of Legend of Korra when they shipped Korra and Asami? Because that shit came out of nowhere. Wait, what was yep. the question? What, was what are your thoughts thought? on the ending of Legend of Korra and also the part about shipping Asami and Korra? Queer baiting, the series. Hey! I want Asami to lay that ass on me. Yeah, everybody's saying it's progressive when it was obviously just queer baiting. <laughs> yeah, it was... I don't know, I kind of hate in media when it's like, is it or is it not? 
We don't. No, know. they've confirmed. No, Bright confirmed it. As far as I know, that it, it was romantic. Yeah, but it, but even creator. still, even still, there, it wasn't the original intent. The original intent was from Mako and Korra to get together. Then they heard the fandom didn't like that, so they were like, "Well, what does the fandom like?" Korra and Asami. We'll just do no that one, then. No one likes. Mako and Mako. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah, so basically it was just giving the fandom what they want. It wasn't representation. It was just queer baiting. Yeah, so it's kind of like a debate. I always had this idea in my head, like the debate of uh, Princess Bubblegum and Marceline. Like, well, it's huh. that's been confirmed, too, outside of like the show that they can't oh, yeah. do it. It's just because like international markets would like fucking not air the show, and that's a detriment. So it's not like the network saying no. It's that like... The it's the international markets like kind of set, kind of being like don't fucking air this you idiots. Yeah, because in some countries it's actually illegal to portray a gay couple on a uh, on on children's television. Yeah, and they can't lose international market because that's a major factor in animation. So that's yeah. a major profit they would lose and yeah, what help hurt the show? Yeah, so whether you like it or not, your gay couple would hurt the show. Deal with it. The end. Damn. Well, I mean, Clarence is getting, like, Clarence just had, like, a, an episode where it was, like, Jeff's two moms. And what I liked about it, it was both, like, a very feminine mom and very butch mom. It's good that they showed, like, both, you know, both sides to it. Because you never, almost never have I ever seen a positive portrayal of a any sort of butch lesbian characters in anything ever. Mm. Yeah, but at least Clarence is doing something. Yeah, Disney did, too, and they got the show canceled, so. Oh, you mean, uh, what was that show called? Good luck, Charlie. Uh, yeah, the show was already canceled, was going to get canceled, so it was like, fuck it, let's do it. But I think the most direct one was, like, Paranorman with the character saying, oh, I can't wait to tell my boyfriend, that guy. I don't know, I, I kind of dislike that movie, because, I don't know. Hmm. I thought the first 20 minutes of Paranorman were boring, but the later half was, like, pretty hardcore. I kind of hate it, because it just had a whole bunch of adult jokes, and it was kind of obvious, so I was like, okay. Yeah. But, oh yeah, going back to this guy's question... What did you all think of the ending to Legend of Korra? I dropped out I, from season two. I never watched it because I was satisfied with the original ending. What original ending? Uh, my interest. Uh, Avatar, the first one. Oh. I'm like, that was okay. Yeah, that makes okay. sense. Yeah, this is cool. No, I'm done. Nolan, what what you think of the ending to Korra? Um, from what I heard, it was okay. I kind of dropped out halfway through. All I just heard... Well, <laughs> no one saw Korra. We're fucked. I don't care. Who cares? Eh. Besides, Korra's um, ending was basic bitch anyway. I heard it was, like, really happy and upbeat, and it was just, like, for the direction this series was going, I was just hoping it would be a more somber ending, but whatever. Like the Dark Knight. She needs to, like, uh, snap someone's neck. Yeah. Snap. Trying to save two people. Yeah. <laughs> after destroying the entire fucking What, do you, just, do you just realize how stupid Man of Steel was? Okay, I knew Man of Steel was stupid, but until I saw the half-in-the-bag review of Man of Steel, they they totally destroyed it when they said, yeah, super, they didn't really need Superman's help because uh, the reason... They sent Superman to planet Earth, and the reason these monsters, want, these aliens, wanted to destroy Earth is just for Superman, so it was his, it was his fault. None of this would happen. <coughs> Oh god, this is gonna be you choke. Oh no, the Okay, but yeah. The only reason Crypto Krypton or Zod wanted to destroy Earth is because because Superman was there, and if Superman was never there, none of this would have happened and we didn't need Superman. We would have been happy. <laughs> Everything's ruined. 
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I would have liked it better if, like, uh, Superman, I mean, like, Super most like, fight me here, and then he goes to a place where there's no people, or something. Yeah. That would be easier to fucking make. Like, it will cost less money to make all those buildings. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Dodger and Ice. Dodger and Ice. Question. This is a question for everyone. I guess me and my friends just started making a podcast. And as of now, it has... We answer this question every fucking time. We we need to have like an FAQ episode or something and just like answer frequently asked questions. As of now, it has nine views. What can I do to get more people to listen? I swear we answered this question before. Yeah. To you, we fucking answered this goddamn question before, and it will never go away. <laughs> well, for one thing, is like, if I were to just upload these podcasts all by themselves without me doing any other videos, no one would have seen them. But I already have a pre-established audience, so yeah, most podcasts have a pre-established audience. Like, um, what what this one podcast I follow? Hold on, it's with uh two um voice actors from video games kevin miller who voices sly cooper and uh, some other guy <laughs> sorry some other guy it's second funniest podcast and um they have a pretty solid user base like of a thousand which is good for a podcast mm-hmm. you know it's not on youtube or anything but the guys at Frederator, they were encouraging me, encouraging me, saying, "Yeah, you should get this on iTunes." Which I'm, I'm actually gonna work on that for next year. That's one of the resolutions, I guess, to put it on iTunes. Oh, now you put it on iTunes. Finally, I'm gonna do that. Are you the only one in all of the other people that work for Frederator that have a podcast, or? Uh, well, no. There, there's my, there's someone there named Cade. He's on this toy-related podcast. To- toy pizza well they do videos reviewing toys but also they have a podcast where they discuss toys on toy pizza look it up mm, okay I'm not. yeah but yeah you need a pre-established audience you need to get that on itunes because they were saying like if you get it on itunes you're bound to find other people who are just like browsing around and just like oh look animation podcast never read this one i'll try it and that's how i don't know it's mm. hard because i mean like Making a video, trying to get people to listen to your podcast is pretty difficult because podcasts tend to be hour to two hours long, and that's pretty hard to get an audience when you don't have a built-in audience. Yeah. So you got to, I don't know, maybe do something else or get it on iTunes and... Seth Rogen fucks up again. That's the name of this episode. Yeah. Seth Rogen gets fucked. But yeah, one final question, I guess. John McDonald question what is your favorite and least favorite horror movies horror movies uh santa claus santa claus ho 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 horror movies horror or movies <sighs> jesus christ <Horror>. <laughs> you've been saying that way too long dude hmm which do i like more but yeah i think when i'm well recently during halloween i saw this one obscure horror movie called uh trick or treat if you do you guys remember that one pilot i talked about called uh dead time stories no it was in the first top 10 pilots video and it was about these this girl and in this haunted neighborhood you know yeah okay turns out that was by the that was created by the director of x-men 3 and uh superman returns i forget his name but he also decided to make this small independent horror movie 
called Trick or Treat, and it's an anthology film, meaning it's like separate stories and they're all woven together. They don't have anything to, they don't have much to do with each other except for this little mascot that kind of walks around in the background, this little pumpkin-headed kid. I mean, it, if you have a short attention span and want some anthology films of a horror movie, short stories, this is a, this is a pretty good one because it did not make it to theaters, like all theaters across America. It only went to a few theaters, then straight to video. But it's a pretty good anthology film series that's legitimately tenseful. Yeah, I need to see that. We were going to watch it um, at a, a friend's house, but instead we watched like uh, what was it? Santa like kills. No, it was like Killer Clowns or something. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Maybe? I don't know. I don't think it was that. It was a really cheesy, um, ton-in-cheek horror movie. How was it? Eh, it was okay, I guess. I mean, it was real. It was pretty funny because of how cheesy and dumb it was, but that was about it. Someone has, like, the sink on in the background? Yep, that's my dad. Hi, Dad. Dad, come say hello to the podcasters. I'm gone, podcasters. Hello. So, Ken, do you got a favorite horror movie? Oh, I get Ground Pound there. Thanks, Wario Land 3. You, shit Ken, game. you got a favorite <laughs> You got a favorite horror or movie? Fucking Wario Land 3 is fucking scary on how fucking bullshit and cryptic it is. That's not a horror or movie. One of my favorite all. horror movies is Paranormal Activity 3, baby! Uh, Final Destination! Uh, oh, it's terrible. Do you people even watch horror movies? I don't. I don't really watch horror movies, so I wouldn't know. Well, hey, Repo the Genetic Opera, that's kind of a slasher movie, but a musical version. Repo Man. Out from the night, from the mist, steps the figure. No one really knows his name for sure. He stands at six foot six, head and shoulders. Pray he never comes knocking at your door. Say that you once bought a heart or new corneas, but somehow never managed to square away your debts. He won't bother to write or to phone you. He'll just rip the still beating heart from your chest. Um, I'm trying to think of a horror movie I le- legitimately enjoyed. Like, I liked um, Blair Witch up until the very end. I like VHS a lot, actually. VHS is a really good creative horror movie anthology. VHS? It's, just, it, it's like it has multiple like short stories, and it's all connected by this one bigger story. Like, the first one is good. The second one is slightly less good, but it's still okay. And I hear the third one is terrible, but I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, um, VHS. That's I like those. They're a lot. They're really good. I don't really watch horror movies. I'm, I'm pretty. I get scared easily. I'm, I'm a puss. I'm a wuss puss. I think one of the earliest, not quite a horror movies, but really scared me when I was younger, is going to see the movie The Mummy. Oh yeah, I remember the one with the bug crawled up the guy's skin or something. Oh yeah, that was gruesome. That was yeah, awesome. the mummy itself was just horrifying. It's like, why, why did my parents take me to this? This is an Indiana Jones. No, no. Like I remember, like 
throughout the entire movie, I was crying and covering my face with, like, my parents' jacket. It's like, I don't want to see this. <laughs> Why'd you take me to this? And what's weird is that they made a, a children's cartoon on Kids WB, uh, like, a year later for that movie. And I was like, Why? That's not a kid's movie at all. This is the Jackie Chan Adventures. Fuck I don't man. want this shit. Fuck you, Ma. What the fuck? Do you say fuck you, Ma? <laughs> yeah. Excuse yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I was like, like, why? But yeah, I mean, I guess the why? the real horror movies are the ones that, like, feel, feel more close to home, like threats of nuclear annihilation. I mean... I don't know when I don't know how that Seth Rogen movie's doing. I have this big fear of nuclear explosions. Like I, oof, jeez. It's like, oh no. hey, I mean, if you look at the news, like I think maybe Sony's actually gonna try to release the interview online. Uh oh, Korea. Uh-oh. If they release one more, uh, what, what's that? Wait, uh, oh, do you hear whistling uh-oh, hot in dog. there? Oh God! Holy shit! No, Seth Rogen! Oh God damn it, Seth Rogen! Oh, 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 oh my God! Oh my God! Green Hornet fucking sucks! It's burning up. I sure am. burning up. I am bleeding to death. Pan, Pan Kenner, you guys okay? I feel pretty hurt, all right. Oh God! Oh everything God. looks like Fallout Three: New Vegas. Oh, oh no. that's the worst one. Only on Xbox 360. Buy it now. Oh, God Seth, damn. you fucking idiot. Your eyes are hanging out, like out of your sockets. God Disgusting. Damn it. Wow, that's pretty cool, bro. Can I poke at it? No. Okay, I'm going to poke at it. I'm going to touch it. Damn. Well, oh, I, I guess... Well, I don't think our uh, recording equipment's going to last much longer in this outfield of... Fallout. So, I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? Um, I'm a corpse. Uh, my skin is melting right off my fucking bones, and it's all Seth Rogen's fault. Nice going, Seth. Is, is this a fetish? I feel like this is a fetish. No, maybe for my that one friend at school who wanted to chop people open. You know, I can, like, peel the skin off. Good night, everyone. We're done. We're all dead. Yeah, good, good night. Goodbye. This is probably the worst episode we did.